0: Good morning. This is Bill Sullivan with uh, Denodo, a responsibility for the United States federal business here at Denodo. And it is my privilege to welcome Dave Nelson. Uh, Dave is currently the chief information officer and chief data officer at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Dave, first and foremost, thank you for joining us and welcome this morning.
1: Yeah, thank you, Bill. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This is uh, this is exciting. Thank you.
0: Do you find that your experience in the private sector allowed you to be more open to adopting the newer technologies at each step along the way? I mean, how, you know, how did that play off against your decision making as a, as a public sector executive?
1: It, it actually did. Um, you know, I learned what I learned in private sector, um, particularly working <clears throat> with some of the smaller companies and growing smaller companies, Um, you, you really needed to take a whole, you had to have a holistic understanding of the challenges Mm -hmm. and you, and you really had to have an awareness of what are the tools available to, to solve those things. And you're, when you're in the private sector, um, especially in a smaller company, um, you know, you're, you're, you're really struggling at at times to keep, you know, you know, it's, it's a pretty strong, uh, incentive to keep the the company alive (laughs) (laughs) because because a lot of times things just shift and and you've got to figure out you know maybe this company needs to be something else and it needs to have or deliver its products in a different way and everybody's a part of that in a small company so you you know what i what i learned to do there was build relationships um you know with the legal people with the finance people and understand you know, what are the, how do they make their decisions and and what outcomes are they looking for? Um, I learned even, you know, sales and marketing, you know, and understanding, you know, <laughs> what are we telling their customers and, um, you know, how are we putting it, you know, the story out there? What are we building? You know, in fact, when you're on the service end of these companies, a lot of times you're working with the marketing people and you're you're actually designing how that product's going to what it's going to look like, what that customer experience is early in the process, um, and uh, and you just have to have that holistic understanding. And when I came to the government, it was the same thing. Um, I you know I found a lot of um, IT program managers at the time. This is twenty years ago. You know they they were looking at they were looking at the requirements placed on them for financial reporting or for, for for building a business case for the, for the program or the, the investment or, you know, understanding the contracts themselves and what kind of contracting, um, what kind of contracting options are open for you and what are the advantages for all of them? I I think uh, federal, um, program managers are much better trained today than maybe when I first joined. But um, coming in with that, I, I felt like I the government had lots of resources. It, it just you needed and you had really exciting programs and missions to apply those resources to. you just had to really understand and go build those relationships with to
0: bring them to bear.
1: Exactly. And, and, yeah. and everybody's a, everybody. It's a success for everybody at that point in time, yeah. including the American public. So I thought I, I just like that approach, that that sort of mission feeling. Um, uh, it, it, it really resonated with yeah. me. It was, it was more than, you know, let's make sure that we can keep this commercial entity alive you know yep. it's it's our salaries that are coming in and our you know bonuses that might come at the end of the year that yeah. d- depend on it and I won't have to look for another job this is a very very different place to work
0: that's uh, that's something that uh, yeah i mean i've worked on both large and companies and small companies the the intriguing question on the private sector is will spending the money on the adoption of this new technology uh, grow our opportunity or more make us more competitive or will it not and is the spend equal to the perceived gain, right? Yes. And That's a how very... you make
1: decisions for investments um, in those technologies in, in, in commercial businesses. Yeah.
0: It, it's not unlike that in government, although government doesn't have quite the competitive pressure of six other people in its space, you know, running CMS, for instance. But but you're still looking at it saying, you know, it, it, there there's if I spend the money on opportunity A, I will not have it spend on opportunity B, and therefore... How do I resource allocate? Which, which brings, you know, given your background then, it it, it, it brings a tremendous uh, degree of exper- expertise to government. What would you say to, you know, newly minted CIOs, CDOs, program managers as a result of your experience? I mean, you've touched on a lot of technology and then building a web of, of relationships across the disciplines in the business, you know, legal, program management, Executive management, what have you? Is there is there you know something you would say? Hey, if you're just getting started, here are the three to five things that I would recommend that you, as a CIO, CxO, do in order to be successful on behalf of your agency, your team, and yourself.
1: Um, yes, uh, there's a couple things I would I would say there, and and I would go back to what I was saying before. First of all, you need to have a relationship. With your CFO, it has to be a good relationship and a strong relationship. And with your whoever your acquisition chief, acquisition officer, or however you're set up, different agencies are set up differently. There, you have to know you have to know as much as you possibly can about what what they do um, and how the agency is is actually looked at and and what they're trying to achieve Um, and and you have to have your own plan you know my my planning you know we we put together at our agency a strategic it roadmap um just two years ago um, that that actually really helps us prioritize and and really think hard about which investments and how to prioritize the investments to meet the goals that we're looking at you know five uh, five to maybe eight years in, in the future. Um, and we're really true to that. And And through this governance, we're, you know, I, I talked about the CAO, I talked about the CFO, but really all the program offices, uh, the mission offices across NRC are part of uh, my governance body, my, we call it an IPAC, but it's really just an IT investment um, uh, body, which which really the, the the biggest thing that we do is is go through all the budget formulation uh, processes together, but you know, hold each other accountable, making sure that we're meeting all the mission needs or the most important mission needs, making sure that we're uh, you know, aligned on that. And it makes you know, makes success easier to find because you know, you're really providing a service that we, we call them corporate support services in the government, but you're providing a service that's going to enable the mission. You have to have those conversations all the time. And you need to understand the business. Um, You know, what is the mission? What are we trying to accomplish there? On that point,
0: for for somebody that, for folks that may have, I've had exposure to the Nuclear Regulatory Commission before, but for those that know nothing other than the name and what it implies can you give us 30 to 45 seconds on the NRC and what you're charged with as an agency and and yeah
1: thank you for for giving me that opportunity I should have started with that um you know we're we're a little unique um as a we're a CFO act agency so we're we're one of the 24 you know um Usually, larger agencies that report into OMB or in, into the Executive Office, and, uh, and and you know we're we're right up there with HHS, which is massive, right? Or or um, or, or you know Commerce or any of the other large uh, CFO Act agencies. Um, what's different about us is we're actually a small agency. Um, We, through the Atomic Energy Act, we were broken off from Department of Energy um, back in the 70s. And our our sole purpose is to regulate um, and to ensure the safety and security um, of the the civilian use of nuclear materials. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, the nuclear reactors you hear about out there, um, which are huge the largest part of, of as far as, um, you know, how we actually do our oversight and our um, licensing um, is, is, those nuclear plants are are, are are a huge part of what we do. And they're, it's really important that we do our work to make sure that they, re, they operate in a safe way. But we also take care of um, regulating uh, the use of medical, um, radioactive materials for oh, okay care.
0: X-rays, MRIs, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I didn't, did, did not know, know that.
1: Treatments for treatments for cancer, you know, there's all kinds of ways that radioactive materials are used. And then um, they're used for, for commercial purposes, like uh, construction, even um, there's measuring tools and different things that are used quite often uh, in those, in those larger construction processes. Wow. So, and so there's a lot of smaller, smaller licensees that we we regulate as well and in, in how they use those kinds of materials. So we're looking after the safety and security of Americans and also, um, you know, making sure that they're used in a in a in a safe um, environmental way. Um, so we, we have to look after the, you know, spent materials and things like that too, and make sure that they're um, we regulate in, and those are stored in in safe uh, safe manners. So, so few, uh,
0: few few, few agencies outside of the NRC, maybe Department of Energy at the labs, obviously anybody that's handling nuclear weapons, few agencies have quite such an existential reason for existence as does the NRC, right?
1: That's, yeah, but it's a very focused reason and it's a very focused mission where I was mentioning the other, on purpose, I was mentioning the other agencies, large CFO agencies, they have lots of different missions. HHS yeah. alone has, I mean, they have CMS, they have uh, FDA, they have yeah. NIH, they have, um, uh, you know, they, they've got like, uh, I don't know, I don't even remember at this point in time, it's been a while, but, you know, there's there's lots and lots of different sub-missions that fall under the HHS um, right. mission. So, yeah. you know, CDC too, I didn't even mention, those are the yeah, CDC four. Yeah. So, you think about it in and, and how do they how do you manage a portfolio and the priorities in and, and that sort of environment versus us? We're, we're very, very focused. So and small. So we do have the relationships. we have the conversations. we're, we're aware. I'm aware of what the mission needs. They talk to me regularly um, daily even. And um, you know we talk about how we can approach challenges. Right. Um, so it's it's a it's a really um, really focused place to work. So we have more limited resources than those larger uh, uh, agencies, but we can be more focused on what we we actually. Um, invest in and we all know what we're trying to accomplish so it's easy to sort of so so, go so in lockstep.
0: given that given the, the the focus of the agency um the existential nature of the agency um <laughs> nobody wants anything to go wrong with a nuclear reactor <laughs> right so let's just nope. let's just put that on the table well i have thoroughly enjoyed this and i thank you for the time uh on behalf of uh cdo magazine we we, we both thank you for for your time and your insights Mostly, I, I thank you for, uh, as I say, a firm hand on the tiller at what is a critically important element of government. Um, I guess anybody can get in touch with you via uh, the NRC website for any follow up questions. Sure. Um, but thank you, Dave. It's, it, it's a yeah. pleasure. And, and I hope you have a great week.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate the opportunity to, to share some thoughts. Thank you, sir. Take care now.
0: Take care.